If, if you don't know me, I think I recognize most people, but my name is Brother Dan Pluak. And uh, praise God, welcome. So glad to be with you in the house of God tonight. Praise the Lord. All right, looks like most of us are, are back. So let's, let's open our Bibles, amen, to uh, the book of Psalms, chapter 17. Psalms chapter 17. And oh, before we start, I want to make sure I, I give a very exciting announcement. Are you ready for an exciting announcement? I mean, this is really exciting. Does anyone here know Brother Mike Ivey? You know him? Well, I've been told that uh, he's actually supposed to come up here and, and share with us on Wednesday night, this week, right, Brother Brian? And he's going to share some testimonies, and, and there's going to be a lot of our, the history of this church, because you know Brother Mike, he's been around for a lot of the history of this church, right? And I think that's, that's, that kind of thing, that's important for us to hear, isn't it? Uh, you know, even if we've heard before, um, you know, we've got we to be reminded, right, of what the Lord's done, praise God. And, you know, maybe that might be looking back from where we came from, but praise God, there's something uh, that's going to help us to move forward in the Lord, too. I believe it. Praise God. And uh, spread the word. Let other people know. You don't want to miss that. Amen? And um, especially if, you know, maybe you're not so familiar with how this worked. The early days of this work, right? And as Brother Bob used to say, uh, the ones that no one else wanted, amen? But praise God, Jesus wanted, Jesus wanted us. Hallelujah. Praise God. Okay. So, Lord, we, we give you this night, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for this opportunity. Thank you that we could come together in faith and praise and worship you, Lord. Lord, we thank you, O oh God, that we, 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 ahead of time, in advance, we thank you that you hear our prayer and our cries, Lord God. Lord, you know even before it comes out of our mouth, O oh Lord, you know it. Oh, Lord, but so we, we need to. We need to come because it's, it's both ways, oh, Lord. It's us coming to you, and it's, it's you inclining and bending down your ear to us. Hallelujah. And just have your way tonight, Lord. I pray that this can be an encouragement to the church, Lord, to, to seek your face together. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, let's read. I'm going to go right down to verse 5 of chapter 17. The psalmist says this, Hold up my goings in thy paths that my footsteps slip not. I have called upon thee, for thou wilt hear me, O God. Incline thine ear unto me, and hear my speech. Show thy marvelous loving kindness, O thou that, that savest by thy right hand them which put their trust in thee. From those that rise up against them, keep me as the apple of the eye, hide me under the shadow of thy wings. I'll stop there. Praise the Lord. This psalmist he was on a path, wasn't he? He was on God's path. He says, hold up my goings in thy path. But he was concerned. He's on this path, but he's concerned that he would not slip. It would not get off and would not fall off it. Amen? Praise the Lord. 
and it's on my heart to share along the lines of what Brother Brian was talking to us about this morning. It's also been on my heart. I mentioned to him, he says, that's okay. I know, I know he's okay with that. But that's what's on my heart to share with you. I, I pray that it's an encouragement and an amen to what we heard this morning. The psalm, this psalmist here did not want to get off this path. And you sense that he's in, he's in a precarious place. You know, you're not going to slip and fall if it's not a dangerous spot, probably, right? There's some difficulty here, like we heard about the path of Christ this morning, the, the path that Christ has for us in our lives. We will find ourselves in difficulty, will we not? And this psalmist, he's doing the right thing. He's asking the Lord to help him. He doesn't want to make the wrong move. He doesn't want to take the wrong step. Amen? How about you? On the path that the Lord has for you. And for all of us, I should say. Amen? It's the, it's, it's the, the one way in Christ. And I just happened to be with my family. We happened to be watching this old movie about mountain climbers, of all things. It, and it was really something. These, these men were climbing a mountain. The only equipment they had was hiking boots, a pickaxe, and, and a coiled-up rope. And they kind of had, like, dress clothes. And we're watching them, and they're, like, hanging off the side of these cliffs. I, Sister Jenny, she, uh, she was kind of uncomfortable the whole time. It was like a, like a constant panic attack, like the whole movie, watching this. <laughs> and, you know, the guy, he'd take a step. He'd take the wrong step, and all of a sudden, the rocks just crumble under his feet, and he almost goes careening down the side of the mountain, you know, and he just happens to catch himself. And every step he takes, the next one just seems to be more dangerous, you know? And I guess that's how it's going to be if you're trying to climb a steep mountain. These were mountains in the Alps. And I'm not a mountain climber. I've never been in that kind of a precarious place, but like hanging from a cliff or anything like that. But I just want to share a, a short story here of, of a path that I was on recently. I shared this with the kids in chapel. And, uh, you know, something that really stuck out to me about it. And I think it, it's in line here with, with these things. Uh, we went to a place, northern Maine, in, just past the border into Canada. I think I had mentioned it when I was up here uh, last time. I had mentioned that we went to this place. Uh, it's a beautiful place, and it's very rocky shoreline and, and a lot of cliffs just on, right, right next to the water. Very beautiful place. And <clears throat> very wild, very natural, but not a whole lot of people around. And you could go to some parts of this island, and, and, uh, and I don't, you could probably be there the whole day, and no one else might show up. You'd be all by yourselves. It really felt remote and alone. And... Uh, God bless my children. They really had the spirit of adventure and exploration. It seemed everywhere we went, they just wanted to go exploring, and they'd start wandering, and then they'd get further away and further. And I'd be like, where are you? Get back here. I don't, I've never been here before. Do you know what's around that corner? Because I don't, right? Praise God. I, I'm glad that they're, they're adventurous, but at the same time, I was a little concerned about it. So I wanted to go on this one I wanted to, to go on a, a little bit of a longer hike with them, and I was trying to figure out where to go, and I, I asked around a little bit, and I talked to, finally talked to this lady, and she had been there many, many times. I guess her father lives on the island. And she said, oh, you should do the, she called it the Sun Sweep Trail. 
And it was a trail that kind of follows along the southern coast of the island, right along the shoreline. And, and I told her that I had small children, you know. I, she, she was aware of that. I, I read about that trail, and I, it said, like, you know, moderate difficulty. I said, well, I think she, she wouldn't tell me that if she didn't think it was safe enough. So I said, let's try it. Let's do it. And everyone seemed to be excited about it, so we did. And, you know, you started off kind of going right by the shore, kind of down low near the water's edge there, but then you start going up, you know, very gradually and head into the woods a little bit, and it's kind of a swampy area, and all you see is trees around you. All of a sudden, we come out into this, you know, kind of arching open area. You can see the, you know, the coastline just stretching out in front of you like this, and it's just a straight drop-off on the side of it, and there's just like a foot or two, a few feet for you to walk on this narrow path here, and I'm thinking, are you serious? Oh, by the way, the whole t- I told you my kids like to explore. We, we went on some other trails, and you know how they kid- Do you think the kids stay on the path when you're walking in a trail in the woods? They spend more time off the path than they do on the path. They're running, running all through any, anything that's remotely interesting. That they're, they're, you know, this is them going around, right? I'm always trying to call them back to the path. And Well, I was not going to have that at this point. I, I grabbed the two. I grabbed Josh and Autumn, and I, I, they were like this. I said, you were going to stay right here. I held, I was, it was white knuckle, you know what I mean? As we're walking along, <laughs> I try not to look over the edge there. And so we made our way through there, and then you'd kind of go off into the woods a little bit again, and then every so often you'd come out and you'd have a peak of the shoreline. Like I said, these, it would just kind of drop off right down, sometimes more dramatic than others, and Wow, it was really quite, quite a place there. And you could see, if you, if you get off the path, that could be a real dangerous thing. Oh, and one other thing about this island that, that was clear to me. You know, you'd have this, it was, it's known for being a, a place where, where fog will just roll in out of nowhere. Just co- kind of rolls right in off the, off the sea and comes in. And it's thick. It's, it's a kind of fog. And I, I was saying at one point, I'm looking in one direction and it's crystal clear blue sky and sunshine. You could just see so far off into the, onto the horizon. And on this, all of a sudden you see this wall, this kind of grayish, you know, dark, dark uh, white gray wall of fog. And, and you'd see it actually coming right onto the land. And you could see the land and all of a sudden it disappears as the fog rolls over. And well, guess what? We're on this trail and guess what rolls right in while we're on the trail? This thick fog. And so now... You, could, you know, I'm getting a little more concerned because I know if you get off the trail here, who knows, it could be a couple feet this way, a couple feet that way, and, well, you could go right off the edge, right? And I can't see it now because there's this fog all around me. And, well, I'll tell you this. I could see in front of me, just if I looked down, I could see that path. I could see the trail. It was, it was this narrow trail right in front of me. And I, I trust it. If we stay on this trail, we stay on this path, we're going to be safe. We're going to be okay. It's going to be all right. You know, I can't see 10 feet that way or this way, but I know if I stay here. And we finally came to this one place where you came out of the woods and it goes up into this. I knew we were up high. You know, you, I couldn't really tell how high because you couldn't see, but you could feel the wind. And it was just grass. And, and you could see this little trail in the middle of the grass. And the grass is kind of swaying back and forth in the wind and 
course, the kids want to start running. I said, get on the trail. Don't, don't get off the trail. I'm yelling, barking the whole time, right? Praise God, we made it safely to the end. Praise God. And I just, it struck me. It struck me how quickly, you know, things can change and how you can be on a way and not know and not see and even be unsure, unsure about what's next and unsure about the way to go. Well, praise God, I'm thinking a lot about, you know, this kind of thing, thinking about another thing I got into with the kids at chapel, and and I'm not going to get into it now in a lot of detail, but, you know, praise God, when we, we look in the Old Testament, don't we see a picture of a group following the path of the Lord? If you look at the children of Israel, right? Weren't they on a path? Weren't they on a journey? Amen? And it's interesting because the Lord specifically led them into the wilderness. It says, and you can look if you want to look for yourself. I'll just tell you where the passage is in Exodus 15. No, I'm sorry, 13. It talks about how he could have taken them by the way of the sea. And that was a shorter way. And, And I'm sure a much more traveled road. And it was, I'm sure it would have been an easier way to walk. But the Lord purposefully didn't take them that way. He took them a different way into the wilderness where I wonder if there was even a road at all. In fact, it says that they followed the Lord by staying behind a cloud by day and a pillar of fire by night. Amen? If you remember it, praise the Lord. And brethren, it's a picture. Isn't it a picture of of the way of Christ? Because if you know about it, how many times do we see a picture of Christ? The children of Israel following the Lord into the wilderness, right? Let me just list a, a, quick, a quick list of these things. And again, you can look into it later. You can look at Exodus 12, the Passover lamb. Is that not Jesus Christ himself? Amen? Taking the place of the firstborn, when the death angel saw the blood on the doorpost, he passed over and did not take that life. Just like Jesus Christ took our place, did he not? So that we didn't have to suffer that death, that eternal death. Praise God. They came to the Red Sea and the Lord brought them through. It's a picture of the death, burial, and resurrection of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. What he did for us and how that water closed in on the army of Pharaoh and swallowed him up. Never to return again. Isn't it a picture of what happens when we come to Christ? How the Lord separates us from our old way of life. And we come out alive in a, with a new life in Jesus Christ, praise God. And those old ways are gone, and they're, they're reckoned dead. Old things have been passed away. All things are become new, and all things are of God. Amen? Praise the Lord. Praise God. What a picture of, of the Lord we see. Barely even starting on their journey. You could talk about how the Lord turned the bitter waters at Mara into sweet when he showed Moses that tree, that branch, right? And doesn't the cross take that which is corrupted and polluted and make it clean? That which is defiled and, and make it pure, praise God. We could talk about how he sent bread from heaven 
And Jesus himself says in John, I am the true bread from heaven. Amen? We can talk about how Moses struck the rock and water came out. Right? Jesus Christ was wounded. He was bruised. Amen? For our transgressions, for our iniquities. And the second time, Moses was told to speak to the rock because he doesn't have to be bruised again. Amen? Hallelujah. And we can go on and on. You could talk about the tabernacle and all of the pictures in the tabernacle of Christ. Amen? The mercy seat and the blood that was sprinkled for our atonement. We can talk about the bronze serpent. Everyone who was bitten by the snake who looked at the serpent was able to live. Praise God. And so we see, wow, in the Old Testament, what a picture of the way of Christ. Hallelujah. It's all there. Isn't that amazing? I tell you, it's so encouraging to see that. Years and years, thousands of years before Christ came, the picture was there. The Lord showed us his plan. But we know on a personal level, sadly, sadly on a personal level, you know, on an individual level, the people, the children of Israel themselves, weren't they hesitant? Weren't they afraid? Weren't they doubtful? Didn't they hold back? Weren't they resistant? Weren't they unbelieving? Weren't they even rebellious? I'm sorry, with the exception of a few like Caleb and Joshua. Amen? And they didn't, want to, they didn't have a heart to follow the Lord. It was like they had to be forced. And you know, I'm reminded of what Brother Isaiah shared this morning about how the Lord finished the old way, right? And that's like the old way. But God made a new way through Jesus Christ. Praise God. We don't have, that doesn't have to be our experience. Because when we come to Jesus, and when we, when we come to the path through, through that gate, through that door, onto the way of Jesus Christ, like we, we read, what we talked about, we have that new life. And we're alive. And we have a real true relationship with Jesus Christ. And I want to encourage you also that we're not alone. And we're not by ourselves on this path. And I just want to leave you with a scripture here before we pray. Psalm 16. Or not Psalm 16. Uh, John 16. Praise God. Verse 13, it says this. Howbeit when he, the spirit of truth is come, he will guide you into all truth. For he shall not speak of himself, but whatsoever he shall hear, that shall he speak, and he will show you things to come. Brethren, praise the Lord. You know, this is a passage, if you go all the way back to chapter 14, this is the passage where Jesus tells his disciples, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And he's talking to them about this, and he tells them, I'm, I'm leaving, but I'm, you're not going to be left alone. I'm going to send someone to help you. I'm going to send the Holy Spirit. And brothers, brothers and sisters, I want to encourage you tonight that the Lord has sent the Spirit to help us and to give us help. Jesus has not left us alone. Through the Holy Spirit, we can walk closely with Him. And He will guide us into all truth. Guide, it means to show us the way. He'll quicken His Word. He'll show us things as it applies to our lives so we'll know what step to take. Amen? 
He'll speak to our hearts. He'll lead us by his spirit. And do you need direction from the Lord? Are you not sure maybe what step you need to take next in your walk in Christ? Maybe even it seems like a fog has rolled in and it's hard to see. And you don't want to slip and you don't want to take the wrong step. I want to encourage you to be like the psalmist. And look to the Lord and say, help me. Oh Lord, establish my steps. Keep my feet. Show me the path. Show me the, the step to walk. And, and I should say just as important, Lord, pray for the strength and courage to take that step by faith. You know, we'd love it if the Lord cleared away all the fog and he opened the skies and we can see clearly from, from miles. Amen. But can we ask this? Lord, show me. Show me the next step. Praise God. Give me the strength to take that step. And can we also pray for the church that the Lord would help us to, to know the next steps to take. The pastors and the elders, men and the deacons and the, all the ministries going on. Lord, show us. What are the steps we need to take to serve you? Lord, we've got to move forward. Show us the way. Let us take those steps, O oh God. O oh Lord, the home fellowship leaders, amen? Please, O oh God, show us the way. Amen. That's a, just a little encouragement I have, amen? So well, if we can think about that while we pray, and then we'll get to the cards soon, I'm sure. Praise God.